Welcome to The Abundant Life with your host, me, Brandon Kelly. about you, but this uh, intro music makes me want to dance. <laughs> Welcome to episode three of The Abundant Life with me, Brandon Kelly. I'm so excited that you have decided to spend your next 15 minutes with me here. We are in the middle of going through the book of John. We are still in chapter one, but you can go back and look at the first two weeks of this uh, podcast and find uh, just what we talked about in, in John chapter one thus far. Today, we're going to be in verse 43. Uh, but before we get that, get to that, a couple, of, well, maybe about a month ago, I was watching a documentary on Randy Moss. Now, if you're a football fan, you would know about Randy Moss. He's one of the best receivers who has played the game, and some would argue that he is the best. Maybe Jerry Rice would be the person that comes to mind, but at least a close second or a third would be Randy Moss, depending on who you are and depending on if you like him or not. But the, there was a documentary on his hometown, which he grew up right outside of Charleston, Virginia, in a, in a little town that I don't even think is incorporated called Rand, R-A-N-D. And the, the documentary was basically just documenting the, 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 the little town of Rand and how so many uh, athletes had come out of that town they were really good, like all, all state, you know, people who they just had it all. But, but every time these people, these, these kids, you know, in high school, they would do so well in high school sports, something would happen to them. They would get caught up in the wrong things. They would end up doing drugs, you know, doing, getting mixed up in alcohol. And they would end up not going to college. They would end up not going to pros, even though, to the pros, even though that they were, they were good enough to be in the pros. And it was just documenting how, like, how big of a problem it was for these kids in Rand, and and they they talked to these people, these people who, basically, they went to the spot, the, like this one gas station in in the little town, and they would stand there and they would play, you know, they would roll dice and and they would drink all day, and that's just what they did, and it was just kind of this thing they called it Rand University, which basically, you know, the the kids who would should be going to college and and playing sports and and making it big would end up right back at that spot where he was, this guy that they talked to at this, at this uh, gas station, just drinking their life away, just kind of stuck in their circumstances. And so if you want to watch that, it's on Netflix, I think, or maybe it's on ESPN, the ESPN app or something like that. I think ESPN was the one who, they, they were the ones who, who did the, the documentary. But what that reminds me of is, is that, this idea that many of you may relate to this, and Randy Moss would certainly, that sometimes we go through life and it's as if our destiny is written for us. That the script of our life is already written for us, and it's not necessarily written by God per se, but it's actually written by what people have said to us about us. That it's, it was so common for you know kids like Randy Moss to grow up in this town and then do really well in high school sports, be all state, be the best in the state of Virginia, and then they would find themselves in the same place this gentleman found himself at this gas station just drinking his life away because he had really no, no other thing to do. 
So how many of you, I wonder, have felt at times where the script has already been written and you're stuck in it? That the beginnings of your life have basically come to your present and people have looked at you and basically maybe because of something that you have done or maybe something that people said that you did, maybe you didn't do it, whatever it is, people have said, this is who you are. This is what you're going to be. Don't get your hopes up because you're just X, Y, Z. You know, we all have different stories and, and some of us, I think, can relate to this idea that sometimes it's so easy to let people's opinions of us basically project our future and project our future. So what happens when your destiny is already written for you? You're stuck. Jesus himself, he had humble beginnings. But today I want to talk to you about, talk to you about humble beginnings and awesome endings. Because what we're going to read today is a passage in John chapter 1. We're almost through John chapter 1. After this week, we're going to be jumping into John chapter 2. But there was this moment where a man named Nathaniel basically was, was that kind of person for Jesus. So let's, let's read it. If you, if you have a Bible with you, um, you can go uh, John chapter 1, starting in verse 43. Or if you don't, you can go to brandonkelly.org and you can find the show notes there and I will have the, the scripture on there. If you're listening to this on iTunes or a different podcasting app, you might be able to access the show notes. You should be able to, and you can read it right from your app. I know I use Podcast Republic. It's an awesome app, and I can read the show notes as I'm listening to the, the podcast. So let's jump in. John chapter 1, I'm reading again from the ESV version. John chapter 1, starting verse 43. The next day, this is two days after what we talked about in episode two. I skipped a little bit of a section. The next day, Jesus decided to go to Galilee. He found Philip and said to him, follow me. Now, Philip was from Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter. Philip found Nathanael and said to him, we have found him of whom Moses and the law and also the prophets wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Nathanael said to him, Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Philip said to him, Come and see. Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him and said of him, Behold, an Israelite indeed, in whom there is no deceit. Nathanael said to him, How do you know me? How do you know? I've never even, I haven't even said what my name is to you. Jesus answered him, Before Philip called you, when you were under the fig tree, I saw you. Nathanael answered him, Rabbi, you are the son of God. You are the king of Israel. Jesus answered him, Because I said to you, I saw you under the fig tree, do you believe? You will see greater things than these. And he said to him, Truly, truly, I say to you, you will see heaven opened and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. That is... If you, if you stop and think about how this can relate to your life, I want to just think about this. Jesus of Nazareth, the Messiah, had come into the world. The Word was with God and the Word was God and He became flesh and dwelt among us. He is the great I Am. He is the Prince of Peace. He is all eternal. And yet He had humble beginnings. He was, he was put in a horse trough. He didn't even have a crib. There was nothing about him that would make us think 
wow, he's special. And even so, the Magi came worshiping him and giving him uh, basically money as as a paying honor to him. And yet, there's this idea in this in the first century of, of Jews that nothing good is going to come out of Nazareth. That this it's this kind of it's this place where you just don't expect anything but bad things coming out of it. Kind of like Rand, Virginia. Where 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 kids, no matter how good they were, no matter how many good things they did, they would always end up in the same position. And it's almost as if Nathaniel is saying that about about this man named Jesus just because of where he's from. I can even think back, I was a big Eminem fan growing up, um, Marshall Mathers, and he grew up you know, on, the, on the, the one side of 8 Mile. And it was this, it was this idea, it was just this, 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 this perspective that, that nothing good can come from that side of town. And so I wonder, I wonder who is your Nathaniel? Like, who, who in your life has spoken negative into your life? Like, who, who is it that you've experienced where they have, they have put on you these labels of, of just discouragement, of failure? Who, who has it been? I'm curious. Because you may relate to Jesus in, in terms of humble beginnings. Maybe you grew up with nothing. Maybe you still have nothing. Maybe you're going through life just kind of wondering, am I worth anything? Am I worth anything? What do I have to offer the world? Because I'm from fill in the blank. I also think it's interesting that you have this perspective of Nathaniel saying, there's, there's, there's nothing good that can come from Nazareth, Philip. Why are you getting all excited about this man? Don't you know? And then when Jesus confronts him and, and basically says his name, that's what made Nathaniel believe that this guy, Jesus, was the Son of God. Now, a quick, quick comment on the term Son of God. If you look throughout the Old Testament and coming up to the New Testament, the term Son of God was, was mostly used to depict a king. A lot of times people will say, well, the, the term Son of God is Jesus talking about his divinity. Um, when in fact, it's weird because he refers to himself as the son of man more often than the son of God. And the interesting thing, if you go back to Daniel chapter seven, when he says son of man, he's actually using this term in a way that would make Jews think he's calling himself God. He's calling himself the one who is the come. And so son of God, like you can even see it in here. In verse 49, Nathanael answered him, Rabbi, you are the son of God. You are the king of Israel. Now keep in mind the Jews, they wanted a, a, a political king who would r- make them you know, rise up to the, the glory days of King David and King Solomon. They, that's what they wanted. And Jesus turns uh, his, his mindset. He turns Nathanael's mindset to him and he says, uh, because I said to you, I saw you under the fig tree, do you believe? Like I've given you a reason to believe because I, I just did that. You will see greater things than these. Like the things that you're thinking about being you know, king of Israel and son of God, th- those aren't even going to compare to what is going to happen with me. And then he says in verse 51, 
Uh, and he said to him, truly, truly, like this isn't really important. I'm telling you something that's really, really true. I said it twice. I say to you, you will see heaven opened and the angels of God ascending and descending on the son of man. Like the thing that you're going to see, Nathaniel, about me and, and the truth about who I am isn't even going to compare to the, the little tiny throne that you want me to sit on. And I think about this because Jesus had humble beginnings, and yet he's talking about an awesome ending. And I'm thinking to myself, how does this relate to our lives? And I'm thinking, well, how many of us have had humble beginnings? And, and how awesome is it that with Jesus, we're going to have an awesome ending? So often I've, I've heard this, uh, this phrase, and it's kind of like a leadership thing. You know, maybe it's people talking about hiring people. And, and really, it's just kind of this, this coined phrase that, you know, it makes a lot of sense on the, on the surface. Uh, but when you add Jesus to it, it just doesn't work. It, it's, it's this phrase, past performance basically equals future performance. Like, if you want to see what someone's going to do in the future or in the present, look at his past. But when you add Jesus to that equation, it doesn't work. Past performance doesn't equal future performance because Jesus changes the whole man inside and out. And he's not even the same person as he was. He's a new creation. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, that's true. Yes, that's a good theological truth. But how does that relate to us in our lives? Well, think about this. If that is true, that it doesn't matter what your past was, where you came from, that you can have humble beginnings, you can have a Nathaniel in your life saying, you're not going to be good enough, you don't, you're not going to amount to anything, you're not good at that, you're not going to do this, you're just going to be a failure, you're not going to be a good father because you didn't have a good father, you're not going to have a good marriage because no one else in your family has got a good marriage. What are the things that people are speaking into your life? Take that and flip it to think to say, well, actually, you're speaking into what I used to be, and now because of Jesus, I get to be a whole new person, and you can't even begin to imagine the things that God is going to do through me because, of he, because he has made me into a new creation. And then think about this. Not only are you going to be able to do things that you would never have been able to do without Him, but the ending of your life is going to be truly amazing. Because that's actually the, the true beginning. The true beginning of what your life is going to ultimately be for eternity. So here's a couple of action things. Today, begin to think in the context of eternity. Don't just be focused on the here and now today. You can be focused on those things, but you can think about those things in the context of eternity. And that will help you uh, look at things in the right frame of mind and put things into a proper perspective. The other thing is just ask yourself this question. How can you help others have an awesome ending as well? Because for Philip, he went to, to his friend Nathaniel and said, check this out. I got to tell you about this guy from Nazareth. Like, I know you're going to be weirded out by that. You're not going to believe me, but just come and see. Who's the Nathaniel in your life? And are you willing to go to Nathaniel and say, come and see? If this podcast has been a blessing to you, would you go to iTunes or Stitcher and leave a rating or review? What that will do is get this podcast in front of more people so that they can be encouraged as well. Don't forget the show notes are on brandonkelly.org. I'm so excited again that you chose to spend this time with me. Talk to you next week as we continue The Abundant Life.